You're listening to the B2B Growth Think Tank, the show that brings you the virtual hot seat where each week my expert guests and I help another business leader by masterminding actionable solutions to a specific challenge they're currently trying to solve in their business. So if you're looking for answers to a specific challenge that you're facing, that if you could solve in the next 90 days would have a huge impact on your growth, send it in to thinktank at thinklikeafish.co.uk and we'll see if we can feature you on the show. My name is Adam King, your host and the captain of the ship at growth consultancy Think Like a Fish. And if you're ready to rethink what's possible for your business and discover the growth strategies, advice and insight to turn this new vision into a reality, let's get started. Hey, Adam here, and thanks very much for tuning in. And as you are, I'm going to make the assumption that you are responsible for generating revenue for an established B2B professional service business, and you're looking to grow your revenue. So what I've got for you, you're going to absolutely love because I've recently released my new revenue multiplier calculator and bonus training where using this tool and following the training, you'll discover how to uncover the hidden revenue opportunities in your business and be able to systemize your growth using seven revenue multipliers that can double your business in 12 months or less. So if you want to go and grab your copy, go to thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash calculator. Now on to today's episode. Hello and welcome to the virtual hot seat B2B growth think tank. Now, if you are a regular listener, you may well find this is a little bit different because when you listen to the full interview with the guest that is uh, about to help me on the virtual hot seat, you'll start to know, you will notice something different that this is no longer going to be in the full episode. We are literally, you know, we've always put them out as different and separate episodes. However, bit of feedback I hadn't really considered it is that if you're listening to the virtual hot seat and then you listen to the full interview you don't always continue and listen to the whole episode so I just thought well why not just do this in this way and see if this is is more beneficial so we're giving it a go so today's guest is um, a master copywriter and it's he is going to really sort of uh, bring some light to the challenge that we have today because um, it's right in his area of expertise so this is founder of game conversions uh, Chaba Borzini um, welcome to the virtual hot seat section of the b2b growth think tank Adam great to be back thank you so much for uh, re-inviting me uh, I'm looking forward to this one well, do you know what? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, this is obviously, this is the first time I've done this in this regard. And, and you say, well, for having me back, it's like, we are literally, you know, we, we're continuing it. So it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting one of doing it. But, um, anyway, that's just the way my brain looks at things anyway. So nobody turns up to listen to me rabble. So let's talk about the, uh, the, the challenge that, um, we've had in today. And, and as I say, it's, it's, it's right up your alleyway. And, um, you know, what we're going to basically do again, if you, this is something new to you guys listening, um, this is a section where somebody uh, sends in a challenge or a question, or they want to understand how to maximize an opportunity that they're getting in their business. And you can, um, mail into think tank at thinklikeafish.co.uk with your challenge. If you would like to have it uh, tackled on a future episode with a, with, with a guest. So. Today's challenge, and we'll make some assumptions around this, is it's all about messaging. So this person has said, my challenge is making my message crystal clear to a potential client and making it stick. 
And I don't want to feel like I'm pissing people off with my message. How do I do so in a way that adds value, gets interest and doesn't feel slimy? So first sort of reactions to hearing that. Obviously, we're going to make some assumptions and we're going to talk around the subject. But what is that? What, what do you hear when you hear that kind of comment, that kind of question? I love this question so much. And it comes up so many times, like even as I'm talking to people in my audience, a lot of people are definitely afraid that they are going to sound salesy or sleazy or like a cool, like used car salesman, or just they're going to annoy people. And I get it. Like, this is a common thing uh, because we haven't really been taught how to actually communicate um, uh, efficiently and optimally with with most of our our clients and most of our leads. I would say uh, there's, a, there's a lot of ways how we can uh, approach this, but I would say uh, the biggest thing that you can do is to, um, is to consider whenever you're writing a headline or whenever you're starting a sales message, consider your prospect stage of awareness and stage of market sophistication. So let, mm-hmm. me, let me explain this a little bit if you're not familiar with this one. Um, a famous copywriter and, and marketing genius, like a, whole, like a true Renaissance man called Eugene Schwartz came up with this in the 60s in his book called uh, Breakthrough Advertising. And um, stage of awareness basically means uh, that your market has uh, a certain stage regarding how ready they are to receive your message. And this is why we have funnels. This is the essence of funnels, actually. There are five stages. And the first one is unaware. So if someone is unaware, it means that they don't even know that they have a problem. So it doesn't make sense to give them like a hard pitch because they don't even know that they have a pain point. And that's why we have blog posts. That's why, that's why we have content marketing or advertorials or something like that. Uh, and that's why you share stories, for example, in this stage, because usually it works better than like a straight up promise. The next stage is problem aware, and that's why you have ads. That's why most Facebook ads, they focus on a specific problem and they tease a solution. It's like, hey, you're probably struggling with this. Click on this link so I can you know, give you a free downloadable that will solve a specific problem. Uh, you know, this, this is a specific, specific promise, but then it gets the, the main job of a Facebook ad is to get people on the landing page. And the landing page is there because they're supposedly like, optimally, let's say, people are solution aware. It means that they know that they have a problem. They know that there are solutions, but they don't know which solution to pick. Uh, So uh, you give them a free lead magnet, you give them a freebie, uh, a checklist, a video series, something like that, something that basically helps them with something. Um, And then once they sign up, once they get on your email list, they are eventually going to be pro, uh, like uh, product aware because you're going to, they are going to hear more about you. Sometimes you are the product. Sometimes your product is the product, but you're warming them up into stages four and five, which is um, product aware and most aware. And then once they're most aware, that's the time when you give them a discount. That's the time when they, you give them a reason why they should act now. It doesn't make sense to do it with a cold audience. Mm. So, um, I mean, that's an incredibly valuable breakdown of exactly sort of how this all works. And I don't think everyone always thinks about it like that. It's like you will have different messages at different stages, depending on where the client is. And that's the crucial part. It's all about the client. First of all, you've got to know where they are and what that message is. I think what I gathered from this um, from this sort of question um, was. Or I've had to make some assumptions about what they mean by message. And. 
maybe it's the right assumption, maybe it's not. I think maybe this person is doing something like maybe some outreach, mm-hmm. could be trying to connect with people on social media or, you know, LinkedIn or cold emails or, or something like that. There could be. And I think there is something along that line where it's like, I don't want to appear like I'm pissing people off because we've all been there, haven't we? The whole, uh, you know, you get messages on LinkedIn that are a 2000 word essay and it's like, buy my stuff, which is horrendous. How would you like, let's, let's, let's play this game, mm-hmm. right? How would you sort of think about structuring a process of reaching out to someone that doesn't know you, that you know is is kind of like in the ballpark for where they are, like, uh, the, 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 the service that you provide? Like, how would you think about it from your copywriting? And, and mm-hmm. I know this isn't exactly where you sort of sit from copywriting, but how would you think through that process and that journey? Because it's kind of what you've just been through there. Mm-hmm. It's just the stages of awareness. You have to find out where they are, right? Uh, yeah. So it's a great distinction, and thank you for bringing it up. Uh, so everything I said before relates to inbound marketing. Uh, there, like it, obviously, it still has relevance for outbound marketing. But as you said, it's totally different. Like uh, if someone's unaware and you're reaching out and you you say, "Hey, here's my two thousand word blog, blog post," they're probably <laughs> not gonna like it that much. Uh, and I, to be completely honest, I'm not a big fan of outbound marketing this way or like cold emails or cold messages like that, because it's uh, <clears throat> it's more of a relationship game and based on like who connects, who connects you with who and who does the first step, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, if you really want to take like an outbound marketing step and you want to cold open someone, I would definitely... Uh, <clears throat> Just, just gather more information about them uh, because the worst that you can do is like a copy-paste script. Uh, a lot of people do this, don't do it. It's immediately, it immediately gets ignored. Uh, and it's frankly, an, like, it's annoying. Um, so I would kind of try to find like uh, an entry point, let's say, and this has more to do with sales probably than with marketing because market, the job of marketing is to make sales superfluous. Uh, is to do it on a, on, a, on a larger scale. At least that's what I believe. Um, but in this specific case, I would um, I would find something that's like a common interest or something. I would still come up with uh, an opening which teases a unique new mechanism, which teaches a, uh, teases a new opportunity that's the key to their desires. But mm. I need to know something more about them because nowadays relationships aren't made by uh, because of like, straight up pitches it's made because you know you connect with someone and you start talking about mm. movies or whatever you connect and then that lowers the uh that that guard that that mm. guard that most people have against pitches I, I think that what what you're sort of touching on there is important because it's it's understanding that like if, if this is the context that um you know this was intended then what we're really talking about here is 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 conversations starting yes. conversations yes, yes, continuing yes. conversations and all that kind of thing and you're right when you talk about some of the things it's like it you know it, it can there are there are ways that you can be introduced and all the rest of it that will almost make this side of things not needed mm-hmm. and then the message becomes all about like what we've been talking about there like how how you help people and, and all the rest of it 
But ultimately, it, it's kind of like if this is, you know, and, and this is a it's an age old thing. You know, people say, um, you know, outbound doesn't work or, you know, email is dead and all that kind of thing. Well, like it's because you don't you're not using it properly yeah. or you haven't mastered it or anything like that. There is an art form to it all. Like inbound has its place. Outbound has its place. Always will be, you know, always will do. Mm-hmm. But it's it's how you do it properly. It's how you open a conversation and you can do it in a way. It's like finding a common connector. And I think it's really, as you say there, it's like hinting at the mechanism. It's kind of like um, if you know that people are of a certain way and it's knowing your ideal client, again, coming right back to beating that stick, know your ideal client, know who they are, know what they look like and therefore find um, you know, a, a group of them or people that look like that person and then put that, I guess, that message in front of them that will get them to that next step, you know. Hey, I see that you are a CEO of X, Y, and Z, and it looks like you're doing some great work with X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 or something like that. Um, not sure where you are in your sales, you know, in your process or this, that, and the other, but we have been helping people just like you to achieve that, you know, an X, Y, Z result, um, with a, uh, with a specific process that we have developed. And yes. if you're open to it, I can spend 15 minutes and show you exactly how it works. And then, you know, if it's, if it's interesting or not, let's, you know, you know, go from there or something like that. Like that's that's what comes to mind for me. Talking through some of the concepts and the process and stuff like the way that you've thought through it is kind of like it is the same structure in a way. It's get the attention, connect, lead to the next piece. I um I, I think there's an awful lot in that. Yeah, yeah, great points. Um, and it actually reminds me of another thing that Eugene Schwartz came up with. He he was really a pioneer of of this whole industry. Um, is that you cannot manufacture desire. So regardless of your, if you're reaching out to someone or you have a marketing system that's partially automated, um, let's say you're reaching out to someone in this case, you really need to know the hidden desires of that specific person, of that individual itself, because then you can tap into it. You cannot go mm-hmm. to someone, regardless, like you can have a cure for cancer, but if you go to someone who doesn't care about it at all, like they're not going to respond. You're not going to convert. Let's say you're not going to be successful. But if you know that someone needs something that has an unfulfilled need, that has some problems and you come up with something in a frictionless way to say, Hey, this is what I've got. This is how it's different. This is why it's superior. And this is how we can talk more about it. Um, then that will work pretty well, I would say. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's a. I mean that it's a very simple framework, but that is exactly. I mean, ultimately, we're communicating. Yeah. And I think sometimes, I don't know. Like, yes, you get peed off by the kind of uh, messages that are two thousand word essays and all the rest of it, but you equally get peed off sometimes. Yeah, I, I do anyway. With people that sometimes just don't get to the point. Yeah. Oh, that's so annoying. Like- right. So sometimes your message needs to just get to the freaking point. Yes. Right? Or they're trying. It's, to it's do- like. Go ahead. Yeah. What do you want? It's like, what do you want? Yeah. Like, what do you, you know, it's, 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 it's not, what are you trying to sell me? It's like, why should I give you any more of my time? Like, tell me, like, what's in it for me? Yes. It's, it's, it's a little bit like that. And I, I, I think that again, it, it kind of comes down to, um, I mean, do, do you know, Dean Jackson, um, yes. he, you know, uh, I love marketing and all the rest of it. He's got a podcast called more cheese, less whiskers. Yeah. And I love that concept yeah. because that gets again to the heart of the message and all the rest of it. And for anyone that doesn't know that, the whole more cheese, less whiskers is like if you're trying to um, attract a mouse, 
like most of the time we're going out with a <laughs> like like a cat right mm. with whiskers and we are putting a message out that is telling people that you're a cat like that you're going to just sort of sell rather than giving some you know giving the mouse what they actually want which yeah. is the cheese exactly right? so thinking about it from that regard it's like what do you what do they want like what is it that you know about your ideal client that is going to get them to engage but is not going to feel scary for them yeah exactly. because that's the hardest thing yeah i love it how you put it yeah. um it's super important and a lot of people totally mess this up uh but it's if you do this subtle mindset shift a mindset shift uh it will bring you more clients more customers more leads definitely but there's one more thing uh that's very important in this equation so we talked about what you actually want to say, but how you say it is just as important because what I see over and over and over again is that, yes, someone reaches out and they might have a good message. They might have a solution that might even be interesting for me, but the way how you how they communicate it, it's, it's again, just like it's, it triggers this whiskers response. It triggers the mouse to run away because it screams that it's a, it's a pitch. So what people what most people and this this comes up you know in the in the previous part of the episode we talked about copy thinking instead of copywriting and copy thinking is like how can i communicate in a simple direct engaging interesting way my idea and the great way to do this the best way to do this and gary halbert came up with this is is the bar uh, the the bar stool test so basically um, you want to imagine yourself in a in a in a pub in a bar uh friday evening like 10 p.m you're having a beer with someone you're having a conversation and they share a problem with you and then how do you respond to that do you give them these uh intricate long sentences uh with uh tons of fancy words that sound like a pitch you definitely don't say this and that's why most B2B companies are making a huge mistake. They, they all write about themselves like, we believe mm -hmm. this. And they, they use all these two cent words, these, these, these meaningless uh, words. And, it, and it, it drives me crazy. While instead, if they were to just speak to their ideal prospect, mm -hmm. it would be so much more effective. Well, I've heard and I, I cannot remember who I, who told me this and I'd love to be, give them credit. Um, but what a lot of people are doing is weeing all over their, uh, their, their prospects. Yeah. And that, that puts an image in your head. But what that means is like, we are this, we do that. We are awesome. Blah, 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 blah. And it's kind of like, that's rubbish. But sometimes some of the, 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 one of the most beneficial things that you can do when it comes to thinking about your message is don't try and come up with it yourself. Talk to your clients. Yeah. Use their words. What are the testimonials? What are the case studies? What are the things that they say? And and you can do that by interviewing your clients and all the rest of it. Sometimes you don't have to write copy or you don't have to write content or you don't have to write a message because your clients or, you know, the people that you've helped will do it for you. Like your best headline can be a quote. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go to the Amazon School of Marketing. Um, this is something that I, I, I picked up from Jay Abraham. Go and look at book reviews on the, on the subject. Look for the five stars and the one stars and, and sort of look for all those languages that people use. That can be a message because it is coming from them. And that will, you know, the kind of people that you want to work with and that will emotionally connect. It will resonate and it will set you apart. So this has been fun. 
Um, so I want to make sure that uh, if anyone has um, not yet listened to the full interview, um, that will be up um, on the show. So make sure you go and do that because honestly, we go into some absolutely amazing depth in terms of how to really dial in a communication and some fantastic examples of using this kind of approach, but language in how you communicate and persuade and ultimately win more business. So make sure you go and check that out on the podcast. And and Chaba, where can people find out about you? Uh, they could go to uh, gameofconversions.com. So it's just like Game of Thrones, but gameofconversions.com. And I created a special uh, cheat sheet uh, for people. Uh, basically, it takes my 100-day proven sales level breakdown videos and extracts the most important concepts from them, the most, the biggest lessons I've learned so that you can come up with your own persuasive message formula. And then you can use it in the Facebook ad, in the YouTube ad, in an email, in a sales letter, whatever. Um, but definitely check that out. It's gameofconversions.com forward slash copywriting hyphen secrets. But we're going to awesome. have a link probably to that as well. And, uh, and, and check out my, my uh, 100 day sales letter videos on YouTube. Uh, as well like directly if you want definitely and i'll uh, make sure all of those links are in the show notes so um that is it for that you know please um get in contact tell me what you think about this new format by the way if you're listening and you've you've listened to the show before please do um think tank at thinklikeafish.co.uk um hope you've enjoyed it i certainly have and um i want to wish you um an awesome rest of your day but for now bye-bye so that's it for this episode I hope you found it valuable. I hope you got some great ideas that you can take away and apply to your business to help you grow. If you did, please share it with somebody else that might also find this valuable because they will thank you for it. Also, to let you know that I have a podcast gift page where I put a lot of resources that I love to share with my listeners. You can find the links to join the Facebook community there and you can get my book, the Conversational Relationship Marketing and the audiobook version all for free, plus a number of other resources I'll be adding over time on that page. So make sure you head there to thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash podcast gift and you can help yourself to the things that make most sense to you. And if you have enjoyed the show, please make sure you're subscribed. You'll get updated as the new episodes come out. And finally, last favor, please consider giving the show your honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one. They mean the world for me. I love hearing from my listeners and it does help others find the show as well. So if you want to go and do that, I'd really appreciate it. But until next time, have an awesome day and we'll speak soon.